Rabbi a good morning, a good Erev Shabbos, Erev Shabbos Kodesh. Parshas Veschan on Tavshin Pei Beis, Erev Shabbos Kodesh, Shabbos Nachamu. The Shabbos where we're going to lane the Haftarah of the Navi, where he speaks about the Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami, Yom Hashem, Elokeichem. And it's also today, Tuba of the 15th of Av, which is described in Chazal as Lo Hoyu Yom Tovim Li Yisrael Ketuba Av Kiyoma Kipurim. And in the uh, slang language, it was called Sadie Hawkins Day, according to the Mishnah Tainus, Lahavdil, where the girls would go out and they would try to get Shiduchim, and there was a day of Shiduchim. And it was great, great uh, tikkun for Klai Yisrael. We hope and we pray and we daven that there should be a lot of shaduchim for all those that need shaduchim. And we have to be thankful to the Rabbi Yisrael, for those who are merited to have shaduchim, to really be thankful to Kodesh Baruch and to daven for those that need. And I urge everybody, anyone that can help in the union of shaduch, there's no greater mitzvah than to help someone to find the shaduch, to be able to build a bias neman be Yisrael. On a simple note, we have to mention that we are Zorcha Baruch Hashem this coming week to have the wedding of a granddaughter, Tehila Talba. Bez Hashem Yisbarach will be married a week from from last night on Chav Beis, I'm not mistaken, Chav Beis Bav, next Thursday night in Kiryat Sefer. And we urge anyone that's in the neighborhood that can come to join us in the dancing or just to give Mazel Tov. We're not the parents, so we can't invite you to the Suda, but we can extend our uh, our thoughts and our hopes that anyone that's in the area that wants to come uh, to Kirat Sefer will post it on the uh, on the on the WhatsApp where the wedding is going to be, and everyone is invited to join us to sing and to dance together. And we hope and we pray and we dive in that they should build a bias nemen be Yisrael. It also happens to be that this. It is also a time period that we're hoping and we're davening for refuas for many, many people. And one in particular is Mayri Virabi, Ruvain Feinstein Shlita, who the Eilam is asked to daven for. And his name is Shalom Ruvain Ben Shima. Shima. His mother's name was Shima. That's the way they pronounced it. And he should have refuas Shlema. He should be gesund. He should be able to continue to lead Kla Yisrael until Mashiach Tzidkenu. With good, good to Yaren. Last night I went to a chasna of Rav Sternbuch's grandchild, and it was a big schus to be able to see him at the wedding and to give him mazel tov. And he's really, uh, again, giving shiurim again. We went to daven with him, uh, uh, daven with him again this week, and we hope and we pray that everyone should have refuas. And as we also know that this is the yard site, the upcoming yard site of our dear nephew, Gavriel Simcha Deitchman, Zichrana Levracha, who passed away in our minds a little bit too short, but he lived a very, very happy life. We know that his family should have a Nechama in this Shabbos of Parshas Nachamu, and we hope and we pray that his wife and his, his almana and his daughters should only have Nachas and Simchas and good things to them and for the entire family. So, Rabbi, I think this the way that we described it, just the um, the introduction to this to this particular 
podcasts and Erev Shabbat Vartur, we already see that there's many, many things which Klai Yisrael is still in need of. And the, the juxtaposition of this Shabbos and this Tubav coming this week was still, was still Tishabav. We commemorated the Tishabav on Sunday. It was a Nidche, but we were just sitting on the floor and then we rise up and we try to move forward and to have Simchas. And at the same time, we're surrounded, uh, as we know, by the events which take place in our lives and we see things and we can't be in denial here in Yushalayim, we have to mention there have been some horrific, horrific accidents. Two buses within a few days that were the strangest accidents, accidents, and people were killed. Unfortunately, a, a year seven years old was killed a few days ago. A, a Belzer Chassid from a, car, a bus that ran out of control. And yesterday, last night, Unfortunately, in Yerushalayim, Yerakadosh, another terrible accident with a bus, and a young woman with her two children were killed and others were injured, coming from a very, very prominent mishpacha. We know the family, the Glustein family, which is Rabbi Saul Glustein, to one of the reshivas of the mirror, a grandchild of his, grandchildren of his, and a daughter-in-law, and they were tragically taken away at a very young age. So there are many, many and the, the, and throughout the world, heard about the horrific, horrific uh, murder of a yid in Washington, D.C., a young man, a father of just one young child, and uh, he was murdered cruelly by a, a, a... The only way to describe it, you know, murderers, Ratzchim, doesn't make a difference what what uh, what they looked like and what they did. The main thing is that a young life was taken away, a young Yiddish life. So these are the, t- the, the things which are going on in our surroundings. So we hope and we pray everyone should be safe. But we realize that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is talking to us and we should try to draw chizik from the parashiyas and from those elements which the time period which we're in, hopefully we'll draw inspiration and we'll try to see some insights which will help us to give the proper perspective. So I was just thinking about to continue on Tisha B'av, It really, this week's parasha is, I would say, a way for us to take, what's to take away from Tisha B'av? What's to take away from Tisha B'av? Tisha B'av was about the destruction of the Deis but it's really about our attachment to Tzion, to Eretz Yisrael, to Chibas Eretz Yisrael, to, the, to the, um, the, the love and the attachment that a Yid has towards Eretz Yisrael. And in this week's parasha, we see that Moshe Rabbeinu, when he dives to Hashem, so what does he ask for? He asks that um, he should be able to see the land of Eretz Yisrael. He's asking us, please let me in. And we're going to describe a little bit in detail what methods he used in order to be able to get in. But the main thing is, HaKadosh Baruch did not listen to him, but he did tell him, even though you're not going, going to be able to go there to Shul, you have to go up on top of the mountain and you will feast your eyes to be able to see Yom HaTzafani V'Semona. And uh, there's something about seeing Eretz Yisrael. I saw it brought down that Rav Sternberg says, that we see from over here a Gavaldic thing, that a person should just to go to see the Mekayimah Sagdashim is something which is of great crucial value. And he brings down that when a person is misbeinin in the Makam HaMikdash 
and he's able to see it, he gets a Kedusha from the Shechina, because the Shechina is there. And that Kedusha gets attached to the person. We know the Beis HaMikdash Shomata corresponds itself to the Beis HaMikdash Shomala. And the Beis HaMikdash Shomala was never destroyed. It was never destroyed. And it brings down Kedusha to the Makam HaMikdash, which is Lamata, even Bismanenu. And the Klayoker says, Kol HaRaya Makam HaKadosh HaHu Lechud Kani Shlemus Napshay a person that just sees the Holy Mignosh, he is able to acquire for himself shlemus of his nefesh, in the slabish beruch kedusha of the Tyra. And he literally adorns himself, he cloaks himself with the Holy Spirit, ki melech techzena enov. And therefore, many, many people, we see how people go and we try our utmost to get to the base of Mignosh, to kiss and to adorn the base of Mignosh, the, the, excuse me, the, the, not the base of Mignosh, we're trying to get as close as we can, which is to the Kodesh of Maravi. You know, today there's a very big um, uh, argument. There are people that go on to the Rachva, the Harabayas. All I can say is that the Gedolei Olam, Apaskim, one should not do that. It's against the Halacha. And no matter how much a person wants to be able to get to the Beis HaMignosh, we have to know the Halachas, how a person does it, and a person shouldn't uh, be over in any Yisurim. So we are only able to attach ourselves to the remnants of the Beis HaMikdash, which is the the, the Kaisal. And when, when we do attach ourselves and we go there with the proper attitude, we're literally raising ourselves and becoming better people. The Vilna Gain uh, wrote a letter to his Talmud, Menachem Mendel Mishklov, and in it he describes in detail how great the base, how great Eretz Yisrael is. is MS Manedar Yeshiva And I'm speaking about these things. I think it's really important that sometimes we lose sight of the the the, the, the reality which we have that we are zayichet to be in Eretz Yisrael. We are zayichet to come to Eretz Yisrael to realize that this is a great schus that our generation has been zayichet to. We shouldn't take it for granted. We have to try to 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 attach ourselves to the real reason why. The Makaymas Akdashim are so important because they raise our levels of Kedusha. And the language is even in its Churban, there is no comparison to any other place. And Taiv Afra Vavaneha, Taiv Tuasa Peraseha, Taiv Schus Avireha, Taiv Hasogas Hatayra, Taiv Ribui Mitzvasa, Taiv Taharis Kedushasa, Taiv Halichas Dalin Amis. Ah, just the Lashainus of the Gra. Excuse me, this is not of the Gra. This is the lesson of the of Menachem Mendel Mishklov. And I was looking at Menachem Mendel Mishklov, I'm Zoycha to live on Rechav Menachem Mendel Mishklov. And he was from the Talmidim of the Vilna Gaon who came to Eretz Yisrael. And from him, so many and so many people had this connection. And this is what Moshe Rabbeinu was teaching us. Moshe Rabbeinu was teaching us how important it is for a person to be to connected to Eretz Yisrael. The Nesiva Shalom, the Slan of a Rebbe, when he was a young boy and he was living in Europe, he had a dream. His dream was he'd be able to to go to Eretz Yisrael. People used to have dreams like that. You know, I realize today, people like, take it for granted. Yeah, I'll go for a trip to Eretz Yisrael. In those days, who thought about going to Eretz Yisrael? To get to Eretz Yisrael, he had to be a dreamer. And he says he's willing, even if he wanted what to eat and he wanted a place to sleep, it's better to sleep on the streets of Yushalayim and Eretz Yisrael than to live in Chutzlaretz. And he was like that he was able to come after he got married in Tafresh Sadiq in 19, 
1945. He was to come to Eretz Yisrael, and he lived there for 65 years. As I mentioned, I had a relationship with him. And he says, he, he used to say over what the Yudah Levi says, Chayin Neshamas Avir Atzucha Uboch Nikshiru Uposhot Chaverecha. And after he was here, it was, there was a lot of poverty. There was a lot of danger that was going on here. But he said it's still worthwhile to be in Eretz Yisrael and to live in Eretz Yisrael than to live in, in the Eretz Yisrael, he called it. When he was young, he went to the Meron, to the Kever of Shem And when he was there, they didn't have like today, they have a lot of uh, transportation. So the last bus that was supposed to take him back to Tver, he already had left. And he had to be there overnight. And he stayed underneath a tree next to the scene of the Rajbi. There was no one that was around him. It was scary times. The Arabs were, you know, they could have come and they could have attacked him. So he said at that moment, he thought, and he said to himself, I thought to myself, how much my father would be jealous of me. He would be, want to be able to be together with me. And I have this opportunity. It's a chesed of a Kodesh Baruch How happy I have to be. Those were the feelings that he had. And the great Mashkir from Dov Yofa says that, the union of Avas Eretz Yisrael is something that we have to we have to in, 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 implement within ourselves. And he says, even though there's a great machlekes between the gedolim about the attitude that uh, the gedolim had towards the concept called Zionism, and there's what's called, you know, the the secular Zionist way of looking at Eretz Yisrael, and the the Jewish way of looking at at, at what what's what, what's real Zionism Zionism is. He says, but sometimes it gets lost in the battle about really the understanding of the Chiba of Eretz Yisrael. And we have to constantly recognize that Eretz Yisrael is something that we yearn for, something that we strive for, and something that there's no greater attachment we can have. And I think that this is really the takeaway, one of the takeaways from uh, Tishabov and the connection to this week's parasha, and perhaps also a connection to the Nechama as well. That the Nechama is, that also an aspect of Nechama is that we are able to be in Eretz Yisrael today. And I saw a little mimer, which really gives us maybe a little bit fuller description of this concept, which is that um, one of the great Rabbanim said over that he was really contemplating, how do we really understand Shabbos Nachamu and Shabbos Chazon? You know, sometimes in Shabbos Chazon, there could be a bris, there could be, uh, there could even be an engagement. Like we said, we mentioned last week, you're allowed to have engagements from Rav Moshe Feinstein, and uh, during the nine days, So how do we say that Shabbos Chazon is a time of mourning, and Shabbos Nachamu, when we say it's a time of comfort and happiness and tubav, but we see unfortunately many many times that there are events which take place, which are tragic, and which could bring a person down. So how could a person be besimcha during these times? The answer is, is that these are the times <coughs> where it's called or A Jewish person is always light and darkness, which is confu- confusing times. But what do we follow after? We follow after the path of where Klal Yisrael is going. And Klal Yisrael has a certain halacha, which is not necessarily dependent upon the individual and the individual family, it has to do with the the journey of Klal Yisrael. In the journey of Klal Yisrael, there was a time when there was a Bechiel Adairis. Tishabav, that's a time where we mourn. Shabbos Chazayin is a time where, again, we don't do things publicly, but in even a private fashion, 
we keep the halachas, but it's a time period of the Bechil Adairis. And even though for ourselves we might have a certain simcha, there might have been a bris, there might have been a, a, an engagement, but we still have to have that attachment to Kla Yisrael. Kla Yisrael is in a time of Avelis, and the opposite. When it comes to Shabbos of Shabbos Nachmu, that's the time of hope. That's the time of Tikva. The Tikva for the Gulas Yisrael. That Kla Yisrael is going to be redeemed. And this is so important as we try to understand what the Shabbos Nachmu is all about. I saw they bring down that the Avu Dram explains that the Shabboses of the next seven weeks, which are called the Shiva and the Nechmasa, each one is a different reflection on our state and our connection to the King of Kings. Because the Beis HaMikdash, when we say the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, it's not just a destruction for us. The most important thing is destruction that, that the Rabban Islam is Begolus. And this is really what happens when you have a war and the king is captured with his people, with his servants, and they're put into a jail and they can't get out until somehow there is a peace treaty that was made and there was a, a, an exclamation, a proclamation that was said that the king and his people are going to return. So the king sends out, and this is what happened over here, the, the Rabbanu sends out to the Nevi'im, he says, please tell Kla Yisrael that we're, 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 the redemption is here and the redeeming is coming. And he wants to exclaim it for the Jewish people. He wants Kla Yisrael to feel, feel the gula, which is really what we're supposed to feel during these days. HaKadosh Baruch is exclaiming that the gula is going to come. But Kla Yisrael, as we see in next week's parasha, that they say, we can't take this. We need to have an attachment that we want HaKadosh Baruch to be redeemed. We say, we're not willing to go out of the jail until HaKadosh Baruch is released, until the king is released. And there's a back and forth that goes on. Abu Drum explains all seven parshias, all seven haftarahs. But this is really the way we have to look at the aspect of what this Shabbos is all about and the time period that we're in and to get Kayach and to get Chizuk to recognize this is the time of Nachmu Ami Yom HaShem HaLekeichem. One of the favorite verses we like to say this week's parsha, which brings out the Kayach of Tefillah, is the word that we're, we like to say over in the, the tefillahs that Moshe Rabbeinu davens, the kayach of Nechama also comes about from the kayach of what? Of tefillah. So Moshe Rabbeinu davens, please, I want to go into Eretz Yisrael. He thinks he's going to get in because maybe since he got into Eivar Yardin, so maybe now the 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 um, the nether, the shvur that was taken already has been broken. And the Baruch says, no, you're not going to go in, right? But he even tells him, um, don't speak any more about this to me. And the Mepharshim say that Moshe Rabbeinu, he daven, how many tefillahs did he daven go into Israel? Keminyan v'eschanon, like the numerical value of eschanon. The numerical value of eschanon is 515. In Meribad, he met the Alta Bells, the Rebbe of Iron Bells. And he said to him, Rebbe, maybe you can give me an explanation. What's the pshat that Moshe Rabbeinu davened 515 tefillahs and afterwards the Kodesh said, don't daven anymore. Uh, why didn't he daven 514? Why didn't he daven 516? What's this 515? And the Belzer Rebbe answered him on the spot. And the answer that he gave is that there's a, it's brought down as far as that the Rabbeinu Shalom, when the base of Migdash was built, he brought a machana, a camp of angels, 
to help to establish the first wall of the Beis HaMikdush. I can't tell you which wall is which. All I can tell you is that one of the walls was brought down by the Malachim, the Machne of Malachim from HaKadosh Baruch a machne is bigmatria. Again, a chassidish word always has to have a gematria. <laughs> is the machne is bigmatria 103, if you count it up. Memches is 48. Nunayt is 55. It's 103. So there were 103 malachim that helped to build the first base of Mikdash. There's an interesting medrash. The medrash says that Avram Avinu is called Ahar. He's called a mountain. Yitzchak is called a Sadeh. And Yaakov is called a bias, like we say, base Yaakov. It says, by Avmavini, he went up to the mountain. Uh, their tefillahs were always done in different places. So Avmavinu also built, the, also built a, a, a wall of the base of Mikdash with his tefillahs. And we know how many tefillahs did he daven? Har. Har is was big gematria 205. As we always know, whenever you have a problem with the gematria, you always use the kailo. So we turn it into hundred to two hundred and six, which again is a composite of the machane of the hundred and three. It's going to be everything is going to be in numerical values of hundred and three. So from a Kaddish Baruch Hu, we got to the Har. Yitzchak we said was a Sada. What the Gemachi of Sada three hundred and nine. Again incremental tefillas of hundred and three from two hundred six to Sada, which is three hundred nine. Bias is the Gemachi of four hundred and twelve. 412 Rabbi Isai. Unbelievable. That's also increments of 103 tefillahs of the Malachim, of the Machna Malachim. And then the Belzer Rebbe says that Mestaber, Maishu Rabbeinu, he built not, so we already have four walls, but there was a fifth wall. The fifth wall is the Gag, the roof. Maishu Rabbeinu also, even though we don't know exactly why, but Maishu Rabbeinu, his ability was also to create 103 from the Machana, and that gets us to 515, which really tells us that the depths of Tfilis in the Beis HaMikdash is an element of 515. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch told Moshe Rabbeinu, Ravloch, you can't daven any more than this. It's too much, okay? It's only up to 515. That's what the Beis HaMikdash, it, it, it was infused in with the Kayach HaTfilah. But we see how much each Tfilah was. Moshe Rabbeinu didn't stop, but he did it 515 times. There's another remez that the, the Ha-Shabbos is Rashi Tevis. When we say Ha-Shabbos, it's a remez to Shabbos Nachman. This Shabbos, it's a, it's a Rashi Tevis of Har, Sode, Bayis, and the toughest Tefillah. Rabbi said, this Shabbos, we have within it the Yisoyed of the Migdash. The Yisoyed of the Migdash is an element of Ar Nechaman. Ar Nechaman is that we constantly daven to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And if we daven to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Kiminyan 515, then the Machne of the Malachim of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, they attach ourselves to us. We attach ourselves to them, so to speak. And I said over, many years later, after I saw this Gavalda Gavart, I always said that the Machne is interesting, has the same letters as Nechama. So the Machne of angels, of the Kayach of Tfil, of the Beis Hamikdash, of the Kayach of the, all the Avas and Maishu Rabbeinu and the Rabbeinu Shalalim, that brings us to the Nechama, the same Isis as Nechama. Nechama comes about through the Kayach of Tefillah. Rabbi said this parasha has so much in it. It has uh, Aseris Adibris. It has, as we said, Chibas Haaretz. It has Maimon Arsinai. Wow. And it also has the concept, as we said, to look at the good of Eretz Yisrael. As we said, Haaretz, 
Hatoiva, to see the good in Eretz Yisrael. And we want to end off with one last vart, which is that the parsha also has the parsha of Kriyishma. And the parsha of Kriyishma, which is an integral part of our, it's literally, as we say, our mission statement, who are we? We are people that we say Kriyishma, Pamayim B'chol Yon. And what do we say? We say, V'ahavtos, we say, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elkein Hashem Echad, Baruch Shein Kvod Machus, and then we say the parsha of Ahavta. The guy brings down, the Vilna Gain, the famous word, that over here you have the remnants of the Saras Adibris. We want to mention just five out of the ten that are hinted to in the Shema Yisrael. Hashem Elokeinu, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu. That's Keneged, the first one of the Saras Adibris. Anochi Hashem Elokeinu. Hashem Echad. Oh, HaKadosh Baruch is the only, there's only one God. That's Keneged, the second Adibris. Lo Yilocha, Elohim HaCherim, Elohim HaCherim shouldn't have any other gods. Then we say, the, the next one is, Baruch Shem Kavod Malchusoy. That's Keneged Lo Sisa. You should not say Hashem's name in vain. Like when we say a bracha, what do we say? We say a bracha, which was Eloi Tzairich. We say Baruch Shem Kavod Malchusoy. And then we say Vahafta. Vahafta is Keneged Shabbos. Shabbos is the Bechina of Ava. The weekday, we serve HaKadosh Baruch through Yira. On Shabbos, we serve HaKadosh Baruch through Ava. And then we say Vahoyu Advar Ma'ela. These words should be in front of you. That's Keneged, the mitzvah of Kibbutz Ava'im. The best Kibbutz Ava'im that we can do is by, by speaking the Torah. I, had a, I have an opportunity. I, I learned with some of my grandchildren. They call me and we share with them the Torah. Some of them I have chavrusas with. But I said, the best Kibbutz that you can have is to be Mekai in the mitzvah of a hafta. One last part, and then we'll try to put it all together. We know the famous Maisa. Rabbi Kiva was captured by the Romans and they, before they put him to death, they raked his skin and he was going, he started saying Shema Yisrael and the Talmidim, they said, Rebbe, how much sar can you take? Shouldn't you try to what? To try to finish off your life? And he says, no, Kol Yomai Hayusim Mitzar Al-Pasik I was always being Mitzar in this Pasik I'm completely, completely with HaKadosh Baruch even when my life will be taken from me, and now I have the opportunity to Mekayim it, so therefore I want to be Mekayim it. And he stayed for as long as he could, and he was, his Yatzo, his Nishmas, his Nishamba went out with Hashem Echad. And this we just said in the Aser Arugi Amalchus, we spoke about this, but someone asked, that what does it mean? Kol yomai hayisim itzdar al posik zeh. You know, like when a person was saying Krishna, so even if a kiva the highest level, it was only b'machshava. But we know a ma'isa doing an action—that's really the difference between the men and the boys. So what does it mean? Kol yomai hayisim itzdar al posik zeh. The answer is: Why is a ma'isa better than a machshava? Because machshava, as we know. Person can have good machshavas, but who says it's really, really deeply embedded inside of him? That's really a truth of his beliefs. How do we really know that? And also, a ma'isa, there's nothing that comes to a ma'isa. When a person does an act of giving of oneself for a Baruch Hu, then that's the greatest act that a person can do. So the pshat is that Rebbe Kiva said, my whole life I expounded upon this, but I wasn't sure if I really reached this madrega. Now that I got the opportunity to actually to perform it, 
So now it's retroactively, this is a proof that all my machshavas were really truthful proofs. And therefore, all of those thousands and thousands of machshavas of times when I said the parish of Krishna, they now come into the world of the truth with a maise, and therefore they're also considered a maise. He says the lashon of Akaimeno is a lashon of Kiyom Shtaris, which we know in the Yeshivas say is to establish a star. So Rabbi Kiva was saying that I wanted to be able to do this Maisa because it will elevate all of my Machshavas. Rabbi said, this is the Madrega of Rabbi Kiva. We're not necessarily holding on these Madregas, but we see that when a person says a simple Kriyashma and he has a Kavana Teva that he's willing to be Maisa Nefesh and he works himself, and for sure, we have to do our utmost to work it ourselves, that our, our actions should be uh, of favor to HaKadosh Baruch we should do things properly. So Rabbi says, we get to this Shabbos, Shabbos Nachamu, and these days we're, we're trying to be Mekarev, all of our Lavavas together to the parsha of Nechama, which is because of Kla Yisrael needs the Nechama, and the Rabbi Yisrael needs the Nechama, as we said before from Avudaram, and we're Bechlal Kla Yisrael. So what do we hope for? What do we aspire for? We we Baruch We try to elevate our actions. We exclaim to Hakadosh Baruch that we are the nation which has chavivus for Eretz Yisrael, and we hope and we pray and we daven that Mashiach Tzidkenu should come. To schusa the tefilas of Parshas to schusa of the Ava Hakadosh Baruch that we proclaim every day and we try to draw inspiration from the Bekivas will be zochim Hashem. There'll be Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami, Yom, Alokechem, that the Machines of the Tfilas of the angels that helped to build the base of Mignus through HaKadosh Baruch and the office of Moshe, they should be in our stead. And the Schus that we have to be in Eretz Yisrael, to be able to gaze at the Mekayimah Sagdashim and to be able to exclaim to HaKadosh Baruch we want to see Nechama, Sin, Yerecha, Levivinyan, Yushalayim, Rikachecha, we want to see the Gula Be'ez Hashem Yisbarach. Wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos. We should be Zoychimir Tashem to the Gula Shleimah. The Meheyav Yameinu Amen. Have a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, it would be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.